1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chambacasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. vs. China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Faceoff wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality.
3: Hello, welcome to Triviality—the game where lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. I am your host today, Ken, and I'm sitting in this at, oh, mostly empty studio with Jeff here. How you doing? Uh, you know, I'm doing pretty well. I'm hoping that the sweat lodge will be less sweaty today.
1: A little, a little bit, as it has been established, I'm the problem. So
3: yeah, you're the problem. <laughs> Neil adds like one tenth of the problem. I would say you're like five tenths. Oh, I'm at least
1: I'm at least one half.
3: One half, at least. So, um, yeah, it's an empty studio. Neil's on his way to Cucamonger or somewhere, right?
1: Yep. yep. Taking uh, a
3: little break. Taking a little break, which is good. Well-deserved. Yeah, I'm glad that he's able to get out for a little bit. And no BS, Matt got a flat tire today. Yep. So that's where he is. This was supposed to be his first time back in the studio after L.A. Two years. Two years, and he couldn't make it. So I am, in fact, thinking that he might be a robot. Possibly. However, um despite those absences we have a lot of great guests to uh fill their fill their shoes so to speak right
1: yes um neil's got the wooden shoes from dutch boy and uh i don't know what robots wear so
3: all right well um i think they wear like washers oh okay <laughs> does that make sense <laughs> like a
1: washer bolted to the bottom of their yeah, right. sole, like a
3: like a horse like shoe. a
1: horseshoe but yeah. a washer
3: All right, so let's get to our guests. Uh, The first one, last minute fill-in. We greatly appreciate that. And we appreciate him being a Rules Guy impersonator on Patreon. That is Matt Doherty. How you doing? Hey
4: guys, doing good. Glad to be here. Always a pleasure to see you. Yep, I've I've never actually been on a full episode.
3: What has been up lately with you?
4: Uh, What has been up? Well, you guys know that I am uh, a Wisconsin man that unfortunately lives in Nebraska now. Um, so I am, uh, my, uh, favorite teams when it comes to, uh, pra- college football were the Badgers and now whoever's playing the Nebraska Cornhuskers, my wife's beloved team. So I loved last night watching Michigan beat Nebraska. So that was fun. So, yeah.
3: Very well, very nice to have you again. We, we have a lot of guests, so let's, uh, shuffle right through them. Our next guest is Lauren Ligterink. She's from, remind us again, somewhere in Canada, you said, <laughs> but.
5: Yeah, I'm from uh, the Comox Valley on Vancouver Island in British Columbia, Ah, uh, originally from Ontario, so also Canada. Um, Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to play some trivia. I've been playing trivia my whole life. Um, I was in the Reach for the Top team, so any Canadian um, high schoolers out there might remember being in Reach for the Top, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to play today, and hopefully I... make my country proud
3: very nice to have you and we were in your neck of the woods uh, a couple years ago isn't that right jeff
1: we were we were on vancouver island very very beautiful place
3: very beautiful and i enjoyed the ferry ride too yeah yeah (laughs) and lastly our host for today is tony nitz he's a savage superstar on patreon thank you so much for joining
0: yeah i've been looking forward to this um i am in portland oregon and i work in it for the portland public schools um I honestly haven't done a lot of trivia other than listening to podcasts. Uh, was started with Trivial Warfare and then found you guys and have gone through your catalog every time I'm in the car. So uh, I appreciate you guys making my drive time better. But I'm looking forward to this because nobody will ever play trivia with me because, you know, they just won't.
3: I hear you. I hear you. Well, thank you for your Patreon support and all of our guests today for their Patreon support. And now we need uh, the teams before we get the rules. So me and Jeff are going to be a team here in the studio. Any ideas? Feeling a little lonely?
1: Uh, I'm not feeling lonely, but I am feeling sore.
3: Sore? But that's Like a guy in the 50s? Yes, <laughs> like a guy in the 50s. So we'll be the sore boys. You saw so
1: why, why are See? we always the something boys? It's always know. like a gripe and then
3: boys. All right, then do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm just trying to move this podcast along like a lurching train going from a stop to a to a roll.
1: We can be the uh we can be the bare bones. We'll be the bare bones. I feel
3: hollow and the studio's empty, so. All right, we'll be the bare bones. But like bare bones like Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: <laughs> I've been into this like uh seeing who the fattest bear in Alaska is lately, so um you know i'm a i'm a fan of the chonks
3: out there right now (laughs) all right we'll be the bare bones how about you guys
5: can't think of anything but we're against the bare bones we could be see you've got some football going on we could be the pig skins bare bones pig skins
4: there you go i like that all right bare bones versus
0: Nobody does it better.
3: All right. Now that we have the rules, I think we are ready to play. So, Tony, go ahead and take it away for us.
0: All right. So, today's game does have a theme. And if you come, if your team comes up with the theme, you get one guess at it. And you can text that to me. And just before the final round, we'll announce who got it first. And you'll get 10 bonus points.
3: All right. So- and And listeners in the future, let us know if you got the theme and if you beat us to the theme.
0: All right. So first question. Let's rip off the band-aid. This is a math question. Astronomer Al-Kwazirmi used the Arabic word meaning reunion of broken parts or bone setting as the name of this area of mathematics. What is this area?
3: All right. Jeff has come up with an Arabic word that is also used in mathematics. So we are going to go ahead and lock in.
4: I mean, algebra just sounds like a Arabic word, doesn't it? Maybe I'm just getting the Possibly. a's and a little alliteration there with Arabic and algebra. <laughs> yeah,
5: something about calculus and unifying bones stuck together for me in some weird way. Yeah. I'm not sure.
4: Unifying maybe bones together is that what?
5: Something, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adhering broken parts. I don't know, like a callus, like when you form a callus oh. on a bone. It's when a bone fuses together. So calculus and a yeah. callus. Maybe I like that. I like that. Logic. Same sort Let's of root. I don't know. Bit of a guess. Yeah. Okay, we'll say calculus.
3: All right, one calculus and Jeff.
1: Uh, we said algebra.
0: It is algebra. Mm. Uh, my mom helped me with that question. She's a former middle school math teacher. There you go. All right, question number two. Good candy. Colonel S S C Dolby A P D. Sir George Allen Thomas. Betty Uber and Herbert Scheel were the first athletes to be recognized by this sport's Hall of Fame. The sport became a part of the Summer Olympics in 1992, and they were all inducted in 1996 into the Hall of Fame.
3: All right, so these guys, looks like uh, they're locked in really quickly. Um, Matt seemed to know this one. So uh, what do you think here? 1992, what would be something that became part of the summer olympics in 92 softball but i'm the 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 category is good candy so i'm trying to think of a a punny answer here and i can't come on any sports movies with candy in the title or cricket 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 sure (laughs) it's cricket's not uh, whatever cricket
4: I didn't know this initially, but then um, I did remember that uh, when he said uh, uh, good candy, it uh, sprung in my mind and then it made sense. These names are not the names who are dominant in this sport now. The names of people who are dominant in the sport now are primarily Asian folks. Um, This is not good candy. It is bad mitten.
0: Mm. Ah. Yeah, sorry dad jokes
4: (laughs) and my buddy josh bomback hopefully is proud of me because i got an olympics question correct yay all right so looks like you
3: guys got some points with badminton
0: all right so the next question is phantom of the comics woody wilkins is a fictional comic book artist who works with the cia as this agent slash superhero it may only take a moment but what is his code name?
3: All right, we'll we'll uh, we'll lock in with a guess here because this is not familiar to us.
5: Yeah, sorry, sorry Matt. I, I don't have a lot of inroads to this one. Yeah. He said it only take a minute something, or a moment, so maybe like Minuteman or something.
4: Yeah, that's do. what I was thinking too, the hint of the take a moment.
5: Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've got nothing. I would be guessing with something like Minuteman, but I'm trying to think of a connection to Phantom of the Opera and nothing's sort of jumping out at me
4: yeah um I don't know, idea I'm just gonna go with Minuteman no. Minuteman might as well
5: Sure minute we'll go with Minuteman and we'll lock in with that
3: and we're just gonna throw out the spirit Ooh.
0: so uh you guys did catch the clues. The Phantom uh, was one of the clues. It only takes a moment is the other clue they're both uh, either a song or a part played by Michael Crawford who was Condor man. And even If you if, haven't seen Condor Man, it's worth seeing.
4: Even if you had told him Michael <laughs> Crawford, I would have never got to – I don't know Condor. i never heard of either one.
0: Yeah, it was one of my favorite movies growing up, so. Cool. <laughs> All right. The th- next question is ethical dilemma. Deriving from the Greek words for duty and science or study of, this is a field of science that studies moral obligation – Not the study of heavyweight boxers nicknamed the bronze bomber.
3: All right. We worked this one out the best we can. Um, Probably not enough, but uh, we're going to go ahead and lock in here.
4: Okay. So um, the heavyweight boxer that's nicknamed was the bronze bomber is Deontay Wilder. I don't know a field of science that's Deontay or what?
5: Well it's gonna oh. be ology is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of all the ologies. Is there something like a deontology? Deontology? De- Does that sound deontology? like Deontology?
4: So the study of moral obligation entre entra- de- on trial of
5: de- I think Deontrology. I like
4: that. Let's go with that.
5: We'll just make it yeah, up here, just, so Yeah, we're we'll
4: just throwing stuff against the wall. We'll see what sticks.
5: We're going to lock in with deontology.
3: All right. We were hoping the bronze uh, bomber's name was Phil, and we just went with philanthropy.
0: So you know when they say it's, it was hard watching? It is deontology. Oh, give, give, so
3: them yeah, oh, yeah, give them points yeah, for that one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think they, they, they got that. They figured it out. We, like, waddled our way right
4: into it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're, we're giving like you the... points for that one. When I think of Dion, there's like like like, like Dion Sanders or something. Right. That would have probably been too obvious, though. I but guess. well, but um, if you
0: throw in the T, the Diontology.
4: Oh, okay, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Good point. There, Good point. That, yeah.
0: And admittedly, that came from one of my playtesters. Uh, made that that suggest that suggestion.
4: I liked it. Good question.
0: So the next question is: Hey, you guys. This television sketch comedy series had an original cast of Morgan Freeman, Rita Moreno, Bill Cosby, and others. It had guest stars like Woody Allen, Carol Burnett, Zero Mostel, Dean Martin, and even visits from everybody's favor- favorite web-slinger, Spider-Man.
4: Wow, this... Dude, I've got nothing better than that guess. Alright, we got a guess and we're going with it. I do, I mean, the, the Hey You Guys, I mean, I know there's a Hey You Guys, it's but I don't know what that's Goonies.
5: from. I think it's from the Goonies.
4: Mm, I mean, is that helpful? I know there's that uh, chunk or not chunk, but the, uh, I think it might've been chunk at the end of the Goonies did that, but no, there's from some sort of pop culture, not movie oh. related TV <laughs> show thing, but I can't remember. Probably
5: it. whatever this sketch comedy TV show is. Um I think and Tony like is SCTV. also wearing
3: a Goonies shirt, which may be poisoning your mind right now. There you go. I think that's Raising it.
5: it. <laughs> um,
4: Smothers Brothers. Didn't they have a, they had a sketch comedy sounds, show in that time frame? Didn't they? This was before Carol Burnett came out.
5: Maybe the Hey You guys was like one of their catchphrases.
4: <gasps> yes, it, it was. Well, Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett did the Hey You guys. That's right. She did a a Tarzan thing. Oh no, I don't even know. Okay.
5: Uh, I'm happy to lock in with Smothers brothers i don't i'm not gonna get anything better than that so
3: all right we have uh, nothing better to say besides in living color which is totally <laughs> wrong but
0: <laughs> so what probably threw you is sketch comedy this was the electric company
4: oh okay
0: yeah it it had pretty amazing people on it for uh children's sketch comedy and that might have been more so
3: <laughs> All right. Well, after five questions, looks like we've racked up 10 points to get us started off in this game. And uh, the pick skins, 20 points.
0: So, question six the island life. According to 2019 statistics, this country, an archipelago of 330 plus islands, has a population of 889,327 and a visitor count of 894 thousand three hundred and eighty nine one of its primary exports is bottled water
4: yeah i know this
5: yeah i think i got this too we can lock in if you want
3: this is the expensive stuff that comes in the, the square or the rectangular yeah which is horrible for the environment yeah yeah all right we're gonna go ahead and say fiji
5: and um well sorry i guess we should confirm that but i was also going to say fiji yeah
4: the unfortunately the the fijians or the folks who are or are from fiji i don't know their official name but anyway they sold the rights to the water for like some ridiculous amount of money so they don't have rights to that water anymore so now this company that produces it and i don't even think the water actually is from fiji i think they just have the naming rights or something but yeah no i fiji. think it is i
1: just don't think it's i don't think it's as branded like they're not pulling it right oh, out of the okay you know something like that yeah yeah it's probably like fiji tap water
5: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The correct answer is Fiji.
5: And um, I just sent you a text message, Tony. I think I may have figured out the secret uh, theme. I hope oh. I didn't just waste our guess. But I'm pretty sure I got it. We only get
4: one guess, and
5: you're you're I there, huh? I feel pretty good about it. All right,
3: go ahead and give it up then.
0: It's alphabetical. Oh. Oh. Going alpha. the answers are all alphabetical. I, I'm very, very honestly ever since i started listening to you i started realizing there's 26 questions how has nobody ever done alphabetical <laughs> so there you go and actually i'm glad because it'll help with more qu- the other questions coming on
3: all right listeners now you have a now you have a hint at every question basically so that's better right. get better get more of these right now
0: uh what are we on question six right the iceman cometh having played for the virginia squires san antonio spurs and chicago bulls this player known as the Iceman was one of nike's first sponsored players
4: we can check in
3: so we got a g seems that way um horace grant perhaps is the iceman man that doesn't oh grant. G could be the last name could be Horace grant
1: but i don't know i don't it's not it's not Rodman or Michael Jordan or Iceman. Scottie Pippen. Is or- there anybody
4: that you guys know that played for the NBA that's not played for the Bulls? No. Yes. I'll bet you. I uh- bet you, Tony. We could probably even tell them that it's a double G, and they still wouldn't. Get it, it is. It's, it's, it is a double G. Andrew Wiggins. No, Andrew Wiggins. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He's cool. from Australia. That's all I know about him.
3: Gary
4: Gorman. <laughs>
1: Not not that, not former uh, right?
4: Minnesota Twins Gary Gaetti either. So no, Gary Uh Gary Gygax is <laughs> uh, a
5: reference. I guess. There let's you say go. Grant. Oh, let's let's, let's, let's draw the out a last name
4: Grant.
0: So the last name. Oh, you guys. Sorry,
4: Matt. Oh no, it's uh, George Gervin, the Iceman. Played for a whole bunch of yes, teams. Won is. a championship with the Spurs. And I think he might be the all-time ABA points leader, but not, not that not for sure off the top of my head.
0: My my father worked for Nike Apparel oh, wow. back in the seventies and uh, they had this silver tracksuit with black pinstriping mm. that was the iceman and he brought that home for me one day when cause he had just gotten to work that started working at Nike and he brought me home one. I wore that to school and everybody thought I was a fool.
4: Mm. <laughs> so... I'll tell you what, but the it's... the color scheme for the Spurs is fantastic, but they ruin it with that horrible logo. I mean, <laughs> a square Spurs. I mean, that's not even a yeah. thing. It's just. Is there, is there a basketball in the Spurs logo as well? I don't think so.
3: Almost every no, basketball square, logo has a, a basketball spread. in yeah. it. It drives yeah. me crazy. It's ridiculous.
0: All right. Next question. Musical news. With a career spanning over 40 years, this harmonica playing frontman retired from music in 2018 when he was diagnosed with. Meniere's disease, which affects his hearing. I don't know his name. Knowing
3: the letters is perhaps making this even harder.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> it does make it harder to make a stab guess in the dark because you've got to have an H. All
3: right. I know. I know. Uh, he wrote down 90s band and I know a, uh, I know a 90s 90s guy who starts with an H. All
4: right. <laughs> so, yeah, we're just going to tap. I can't think of it. Well, Howard the Duck.
3: There you go. All right, a, t- a tap or a Howard the Duck from the Pigskins and from the uh, Bare Bones. We're saying it's Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna give you guys. We know one, his name one... isn't Hootie. mysterious Rocker.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm gonna give you guys one more hint. He his one line in a movie that his first line in a movie was, "You guys are just too darn loud."
3: Oh, it's Huey Lewis. Oh, Huey Lewis in the news.
0: There you go. Musical news.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He played harmonica. Oh, yeah.
0: All right. In what famous play, written by Jerome Lawrence and Robert E. Lee, does the protagonist, a Tennessee schoolteacher, go on trial for violating the Butler Act, a law that prohibits teaching evolution? The story is based on the Scopes Trial of 1925. Oh, the theme was not Listerine.
3: I don't know. I know about the Monkey Trial, yeah. but I don't know about um this play per se. I don't know. You want to just say Monkey Business? It doesn't start with an I. Oh, <laughs> right, the letters. <laughs> in Indignation. Okay, sure. The very serious <laughs> play, Indignation.
4: So I so like um in the South or in the in something or. Um, Robert E. Lee. I never even, I, okay. I mean, <laughs> that <laughs> one, that's really I, me I, I don't Obviously think it was a different one. Robert E. Lee than I'm thinking one. of.
3: <laughs> because the timeline would be,
4: would be whack. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, about something like Icarus. I know that that's a different um, movie that's out over the last few years. Yeah. But I mean, Icarus, right. Icarus was the story of the uh, guy who got his eyes um, pecked out by the bird every time he pushed the stone up the hill right
1: oh, not uh... his wings melted when he flew too close his to the sun oh, there so, you go.
4: so maybe right.
2: the protagonist
3: oh. of this play flew too close to the sun there you, know, you go maybe it's, maybe i nice. want go yeah, with that
5: okay. we can say, yeah i'm fine with Icarus yeah
3: we'll and, do a, that a and again we were giving the very serious answer of indignation
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this was inherit the wind mm,
3: i mm-hmm. have heard of that. I've heard the title. I didn't know what it was about. I'll check it out. All
0: right. So the next question, uh, this is question 10. Uh, pent up, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy make up the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Old Testament. Which book comes next? The name of the book was also the most popular baby name for boys from twenty two thousand two to 2006 According to the Social Security Administration.
1: It's gotta be. Yeah. That one. Uh no no. It's um oh. it's that one.
3: Yes. <laughs> All right. I wrote I wrote one name that started with J, one name that started with G. I'll tell you another it's... name that started with J, and now we're settled on our answer. It's not this. No. <laughs> Alright, we're 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 on it. We're on it.
4: Um Is there a book of John? Well with Joshua.
3: Of...
1: John has a bunch oh, Joshua. of books.
4: Um, Isn't there one called uh, Judges if we're or something? About John Grisham. I think uh, if we're talking Old Testament, it's got to be Joshua. Um, I don't think. Okay. Wait, wasn't there it's a, pretty a Jeremiah? Name. But that wouldn't have been a popular name. We know it's not John because that's New Testament. So I'm pretty sure. Is there sure a squirrel
3: the... inside your house right now?
4: No, they do that. <laughs> just do this like twice or three times a day where they just randomly. The one little dog likes to antagonize the older dog and they start howling at each other. Let's sing a song. Um, Are you okay all with right. going so with you, uh, Joshua? What? Yeah, I'm happy with that. Oh, okay. I thought you were him and high, so... No, we'll I was just trying to that. think
5: of any other J names that came to mind, and I got Jonathan and Jeremy, which don't help at all, so...
4: Yeah. All right.
3: We also settled on Joshua, because we, we happen to be aware of its popularity.
0: The answer is Joshua.
3: All right. At the end of the first round, it looks like the Bare Bones have racked up 30 points, but in the lead right now are the Pigskins with 50
0: all right, the swing around. This, uh, the swing around is a single question with multiple answers. Um, so let me read the question. Since the start of the Academy Awards, nine films that start with the letter K have been nominated for Best Picture. Two have won. For five points each, name the nine films, and for an additional five points, name the two that won the years they were on the list are 1940 1942 1950 1956 1979 1984 1985 and there were two in 2010 the uh, the word the or a does not play so if it was the blues brothers the b is the the starting
3: mm-hmm. okay sounds good we will mull these over and we'll be right back
4: with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere
2: Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
3: All right. And we are back after some deliberation. Um, so in no particular order, I guess each team will run down their answers and then you can tell us the correct answers. Would you guys like to go first? Sure. Pickskins. Yeah. Sure. Take it away,
4: Matt. Um, we, got, uh, we had some steam going early and then lost steam real quick. Um, we started off in the 2010s. We worked uh, from back to front on this one and started with the most recent ones, uh, King Speech, which we think won the 2010, then the kids are all right. Uh, we weren't too sure about these next two, but Killing Fields and Kiss of the Spider Woman. And then, uh, we had Kramer versus Kramer, which we think was the other winner. I think that would have been 79, maybe. Then we had uh, King Lear, uh, The King and I, and then we lost, really lost, Steam. We put on uh, Killing Me Softly with His Love, um, Krampus Takes Christmas, and Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs.
3: Very good. Yeah, we, uh, we ran out of Steam, too. Um, but How did we miss Kramer versus Kramer? Yeah, well, this is, a, this is a hard category. I think we got a bunch of them, though. Uh, so we said King Kong, The King and I, The Killers. King Richard the Third, Kiss of the Spider Woman, Kiss Me Kate, Coyanaskasi, which may begin with a Q, I can't quite remember, uh, but King's Speech, which we believe won, and then the probably not nominated Kingdom of Heaven.
0: All right. So in 1940, Kitty Foyle was nominated. Ooh, Kitty! Oh, I had we that did on my say list, Kitty. So. yeah, yes. Yeah, so, oh, I will tell you. Listening to you guys, you were so close on a lot <laughs> oh, of these. Okay. <laughs> In 1942, it was King's Row. Mm. In 1950, I'm kind of surprised this one didn't come up. King Solomon's Mines. Oh, yeah. Um, 1956, you both got The King and I. Yeah. 1977, absolutely, Kramer versus Kramer was the winner. In 1984, The Killing Fields. In 1985 kiss of the spider woman in 2010 both the king's speech which won and the kids are all right
3: all right you guys did pretty good i forgot about the kids are all right good good poll is that that uh
1: seven correct for
3: 35 from your team
0: yes because they got the winners yes
3: all right so picking up 35 points on that swing round very good job pits pigskins you guys are at Sorry, Eight, 85. 85 points. All right. And uh, we at Bare Bones only picked up uh, 20 points on that one.
1: So we're at the half century mark, 50.
4: 50. All right, Lauren, virtual high five. High five. Yeah. Sports. Good slap job, guys. Hands, slap hands.
0: The First question of round two, the, the theme is Don't Hurry. This rock legend, a Hall of Famer, joined Bob and Doug McKenzie in recording the theme song for their talk show. That's it? That's it! No! <laughs> I have a guess. I have a guess. I was going to say Lauren's got, a, Lauren's Lauren's got, got an inroad.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Doug and Bob McKenzie. Rockstar. Starts with L.
0: Do you guys want more hints? I can give you more hints. <laughs> I'll take a hint. Oh. Two would be great. Okay. Okay. So Bob and Doug McKenzie were uh, yeah. SCTV sketch. I did Great White that. North. Yep. The Great White North. My compatriots.
4: Yeah. Strange
2: boo. Um
0: They are. Uh, and um, this one, I don't know if this is a fair hint, but um, in the last couple episodes, you mentioned one of the questions was about this particular pl- person's bandmate.
3: So are uh, we thinking Rush? I am thinking Rush. Getty Lee. Getty Lee. Lee. With the L.
1: Well, it, um, Neil Peart was their drummer, so I think that he's out. Um, And I don't know who the third guy is.
4: Nobody does. Because
1: we've had this come up before. We've yeah. talked about nobody knows who the third guy is. And then we've had right, like well, discussions in the crowd. Either way. Because we've talked about Getty Lee. So I don't think it's Getty Lee. I think it's Alex Light and Ferger. Light, Light Bright. Uh, you don't think it's Getty Lee? We can guess Getty Lee. All right. Getty Lee.
4: Yeah. Because he said that's what has been mentioned in the last couple episodes. So yeah, Getty Lee was just in the last episode that came out on Tuesday.
5: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. Well I was thinking it was either that or with the L and Canadian Rockstar. My first one was Leonard Cohen. Um, but mm-hmm. it didn't really fit any of the other clues, so I'm happy with Getty
3: yeah. Lee. The answer is Getty Lee. Oh, thank you
0: don't
1: for
2: over,
3: Don't over don't overthink that. it. He's like,
5: <laughs> I was I was not that. That. I was <laughs> I was it was painful to watch that.
3: <laughs> Canadian rock star, Getty Lee. That's Pretty much so the all I
1: think it's yeah.
5: Alex. Life Sin, by the way. Or Life Sun?
4: Right? Yeah.
1: Life
5: sin.
4: I was going to say Alex Lifehouse. That, uh, that, triggered, oh, yeah. that triggered the Elsinore Beer Company guys to go out and play hockey. Come on. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Got to take a pee, eh?
0: <laughs> this next one is on wildlife. It's called Volume Control. This parrot... A popular pet and one of the largest of its species can call at 180 decibels, 40 decibels louder than a jet engine. Part of its name is shared with the group of islands that it populates, which is believed to mean either King of Kings, I'm sorry, Country of Kings in Arabic, or it might mean Four, likely referring to the four mountains in the region. Ternate, Tidor, Bakan, and Jilo, which I could have very seriously mispronounced.
3: I think we're good on this one,
0: right?
4: I think it's uh macaw. It's got to be macaw, right?
5: Yeah, I was thinking macaw as well.
4: Yeah. I'm it's happy to take with that. that.
5: That's all I have. So. Yeah.
3: yeah, I think I knew that one cold, and it happened to begin with an M too. So I feel comfortable in macaw.
0: Okay, and that was a mislead.
5: Oh, <laughs> oh, get out of
0: here! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> This is a Moluccan cockatoo, which I had the pleasure of fostering at one time, and uh, they are very, very loud.
3: Those Malukans, Moluccans, man.
0: Yeah, Moluccans, so they're, they're that, and it's the Moluccan Islands.
1: I think we're running out of all our Moluccan.
4: Yeah. We're, we're out of Moluc.
0: <laughs>
4: it's a bunch of malarkey.
0: Alright, this next one is Happy Birthday. This state is the birthplace of John Denver, Demi Moore, and Demi Lovato, as well as Neil Patrick Harris.
3: We're locked in. Are you sure? John Denver? Yeah. Are you sure? Because he he really loved another -hmm. another state.
0: That
1: starts
3: with an N called Colorado. (laughs) Oh, West Virginia. (laughs) Oh, right. N. Okay.
5: Nest Virginia. All
3: right. New Jersey, then. We're locked in. No. All right. We're locked in. But not with New Jersey.
4: Okay, so there's actually, moving to Nebraska, there is a lot of N, I realize there's a lot of states that start with N, you know, North Dakota, um, North Carolina, New Hampshire, uh, New Jersey, New York, no, obviously Nebraska, Nevada, or, yeah, Nevada. Um, Neil
5: Patrick Harris, for me, always associate with New York. I don't know why.
4: Okay, you want to go with New York? Sure. It's I think that's probably, yeah. I think that seems more logical.
5: I think so, too, over New Hampshire, New Jersey. We're going to go ahead and check in
1: with New York. So of all the states they mentioned, Nevada and then New Hampshire, New Jersey, the next one alphabetically that they didn't mention is New Mexico. Mm. And I'm like 95% sure Neil Patrick Harris is from New Mexico. So that's what we locked in with.
0: Uh, You are 100% correct. It is New Mexico.
1: All right. Good job, Jeff. I don't know why I knew that. I, I spend a lot of time on Architectural Digest, and I think I saw that he had a home in New
3: Mexico. I just so. can't with you. Architectural <laughs> Digest. <laughs> After 15 years of marriage, Jeff, you still surprised
1: me. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but we met in 2002, so right. coming up on 20 years together, bud. Oh, boy.
0: All right. We ready? Mm-hmm. Which way did he go, George? Which way did he go? as used in the Warner Brothers cartoon Hiawatha Rabbit Hunt and Falling Hair and I will call him George and I will hug him and pet him and squeeze him as performed by Mel Blanc are references to this Steinbeck novel.
4: Reluctant. Yeah. This is of Mice and Men.
5: Oh, that makes sense. I was got stuck on the O, but of yeah, that's right. Yeah. Of Mice and Where did he men? go,
4: George? <laughs> Where did he go? I will love him and hug him and I will call him George. <laughs>
3: All right. Yeah, Uh, I recently became a substitute teacher, and it affords me a lot of time to read during the day. And this is one of the books I finally got around to. So now I understand all the Lenny references um, of (laughs) Mice and Men.
0: It is of Mice and Men. All right. April Fools. On April first, nineteen ninety-seven, what two game show hosts switched places on April Fool's Day to surprise their contestants and audiences?
4: Yeah, we can lock in.
5: Yeah, I think we can as well.
4: Uh, so Pat Sajak and um, Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek, yeah. And we said the same.
0: It is Pat Sajak and Alex Trebek.
3: All right, and uh, with five questions gone in the second round, we are creeping up on them. We got ninety points, and they're at one hundred and fifteen. So the lead has shrunk a little tiny bit
1: by but, ten,
4: but still holding. I always knowing you guys are creepers. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> This is true.
1: Ken always likes to come creeping around my
4: back stairs. Creep, creep. 15 years of marriage. Jesus, you think you know guy?
0: All right. Our next question is vocabulary. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Pevensies, the A-Team, the Beatles, and Queen are all examples of this seven-letter word.
4: I think think we're locked in. We are? Oh, you do?
5: I think so. Are you guys locked in? Yes. Um, with there is there five members in each of these groups and it would be a quintet.
4: Um. Well, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had there was so four one turtles, one turtles one but two. then if you count uh, Splinter, one there'd be four, five. So. I was like, that's Splinter <laughs> Erasure.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay, so that. I guess it would be and the A team,
4: so A team only had four. Four. There was B. B-A a. Okay. Baracus, Face. I can't think of the two. The Colonel. <laughs> so uh, it would be. Well, cute, they're all four members. The, all these are all four. Don't
3: forget the famous five Beatles. Yeah, I love oh, those yeah. <laughs> hey,
4: yeah, Billy Billy West. Um, he played Fair saxophone. Okay. You know all those great sax solos and all those Beatles else. Oh, so great man! To bring this back to reality here, Lauren, are we talking about a quartet? Is that what it is?
5: Yeah, I've used this diversion time to count the letters in quartet, and I think there are seven. Okay, so. good
4: deal. Good deal. Awesome. <laughs> yep, and uh, Jeff
3: surprised me with a string quartet for our tenth anniversary, awesome. so <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a quartet.
0: It is quartet.
3: Don't shake your head at me. Jeff and Ken, the Roman You're sleeping on the couch.
1: I kind (laughs) of like the couch. It's
3: comfy. All
0: right, volunteers. What was the first United States volunteer cavalry, better known as? This group formed in 1898 to fight in Cuba, ironically ended up fighting as infantry since their horses were not shipped with them.
3: Yeah, I think we know this one. Oh, then yeah, we can check in.
5: Oh, okay. Yep. So. I
3: forgot about the letters. All right. I believe this group was led by uh, Teddy Roosevelt and not DMX, but uh, we went with the uh, Rough Riders. <laughs>
4: yeah. As a person who was in the military for eight years, I was severely disappointed that I did not know this immediately. But then I remembered it was the R or Jefferson Ken reminded and Yeah, the Rough Riders
0: double r rough riders all right the next is a comic book question up up and away these two men were creators of superman name either of them both for a bonus five points all
3: right looks like these guys are locking in uh pretty quickly so do you do you know either of these guys
1: i am not into dc i mean to be fair if you ask me anything more than Stan Lee, I'm
3: not into Marvel either. Yeah. I mean, I like the <laughs> movies, but... oh, I, I'm, I was thinking Bob Kane, but that's the Batman guy, I'm pretty sure, right? Okay. Bob Kane? Could be. I don't know the Superman... Doesn't super- really fit I our... D- no, it doesn't. I don't know the Super... But there's two guys. Right. I don't know the Superman guys, to be honest, so... It starts on an S. so we got some guesses. Sal. Stan. Stan, um... Yeah, I don't know superman nope, stan no, superman right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe his last name was superman Actually, superman to we're gonna go with superman we're gonna say okay. a man named superman invented superman <laughs>
4: really full of himself
5: i uh, it's either joe or joel schuster i can't remember if it's joe or joel but maybe just schuster is good enough
4: yep and then the other i think you're right that's the one i wasn't sure about the other one that i'm sure about is jerry siegel high five virtual
0: it is jerry siegel and joe schuster
4: could have, so been f- could have been Sh-
3: Simon and Schuster, but it wasn't. So, <laughs> so 15 points for uh, for the pigskins on that oh. one.
0: The next category is Not Snoopy's Brother. The Paramount Network, home of Bar Rescue and Ink Master, started life in the 80s as this channel.
3: I'm almost positive. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll go ahead and lock in.
4: Oh, wait. Bar Rescue and Ink Master, wasn't that on the Spike but what does Maybe. that have to do with Spike for
3: a T? I don't know.
5: I'm a millennial. I don't have cable, so <laughs> <laughs> could it be TNT? Was that what became? Was that preceded Spike?
4: Oh, this is this is this
5: eighties? Eighties channel.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, there's TNT still on there. TBS is the one that's oh. not. I don't think. Is there TBS out there still? I reckon TNT TBS. is owned by. Um, by the, um, that, by ACDC. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> by uh, the CNN guy, you know. Um. Anderson Cooper. You want just? Can we just go to TBS? Just a while? That, yeah, you know, sure, wild, I'm happy with TBS. A, a swag, sophisticated, wild-ass guess. It's
5: definitely a channel that I remember from my youth. So
4: TBS. Right, we're gonna go <laughs> TBS.
1: Yeah, so going back in time, I'm pretty sure that you were right about Spike, and I think that's why it's not Snoopy's brother because Spike is a dog's name. But before that, uh, I'm pretty sure before Spike, it was uh, the Nashville Network, or TNN. Mm. I used to love professional
3: bull riding. (laughs) Wow.
0: It was TNN, and you're absolutely correct. Spike was Snoopy's brother.
3: Question number 10. The answer is Uranus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. This is uh, back to school. Uranus. (laughs) You guys win.
1: <laughs> right. We just in win? T- we just straight up win? I'll
0: take it. <laughs>
1: Game right. over. Let's end it's the recording. All right. Have job Bye. done. <laughs>
0: it's a better answer. <laughs> All right. In 1947, in a handshake agreement, this university was given permission to use a Disney character likeness as their mascot from Walt Disney.
1: Um, so it would just be university of? Yeah. Or university? Yeah. Okay. Cool.
3: All right, so it's we're right. locked in. Yeah. It's this one?
1: Yeah. Okay.
5: Any guesses, Matt? Any
4: yeah, guess? it's it's the University of Oregon.
5: Oh, okay. They use uh, Donald Duck. I trust
4: you. Hey, did you see me get a college
3: football question right? <laughs> Good. Good job. Universal. All right. uh, University of Oregon for
4: their use of Donald Duck.
0: Yes, that is correct. Um, I was waiting for somebody to say, well, he's from Oregon, so... <laughs>
4: Yeah, I was gonna say it was Oregon. How does Oregon fit with you? But then, oh yeah, University of yeah, University
5: sense. of. Yeah, so I was yeah. trying to think of a U city. So yeah. Yeah, yeah I was
4: I, thinking of Utah the, and oh, Utica. Geez.
0: When when I researched this, um, this handshake agreement stood up in court with their their because their legal team went after trying to get those rights back, and uh, there was a picture of uh, Walt Disney wearing a University of Oregon jacket with the logo on it, shaking the hand of the president of the university. So (laughs) they said, well, I guess we can't really win that one.
3: All right. I have the scores at the end of the second round. We are still trailing 130 to 160, but let's see what happens in the final.
0: All right. The themes for the final round are I Need a Hero, Musical Moneymaker, Dog Food, Swing and a Miss, And next time.
3: Okay, the wagers are now in. It looks like uh, our team at Bare Bones is betting 20s all the way down. Um, Pickskins betting 15s all the way down. So let's see what happens.
0: All right, first question of the final round. I need a hero. Prior to intriguing us as Nikki Sanders, Tracy Strauss, and Jessica Sanders on Heroes, and working with Jay and Silent Bob to release Test Animals, Allie Lauder made her film debut in what 1999 teen dramedy? Musical Moneymaker. In 1985, a gathering of celebrities including Dan Aykroyd, Bette Midler, Tito Jackson, Bob Geldof, Steve Perry, and 39 others made $63 million by creating this memorable moment. Dog food. This ancient breed of dog nearly went extinct when the Spanish came to Central and South America. Their inclusion in Frida Kahlo's paintings brought newfound attention to the breed. The breed was notably mentioned in the Pixar film Coco. All right. Swing. And a miss. In the January 1949 issue of Sport Magazine, Ogden Nash wrote a poem, Line Up for Yesterday, an ABC of Baseball Immortals. In it, he gives tribute to 24 players, 18 of whom are Hall of Famers. His description of this player was, people batted against him, but I never knew why. All right. And the last question, next time. Named by Vasco da Gama, Rio dos Bonsenaes, this fourth largest river in Africa goes by this name. The the river's most notable feature is Victoria Falls.
3: Okay, we will mull over these answers, and we'll be back with the conclusion.
0: (laughs)
4: Kat and Jethro, Box of Oddities. That is really mysterious.
1: Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth
0: for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected, as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the Box of Oddities.
2: The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media.
3: All right, all the answers are now locked in. So let's get the questions one more time and see how we did.
0: All right. It's going to be a a
3: nail biter. (laughs) You can tell that right now.
0: The first question I need a hero. Prior to intriguing us as Nikki Sanders, Tracy Strauss, and Jessica Sanders on Heroes, and working with Jay and Silent Bob to release Test Animals, Allie Lauder made her film debut in what 1999 teen
5: dramedy? Uh, So I knew this one right away. It was Varsity Blues.
1: Yeah. yeah, for uh, 20 points, the only cure for the Monday Blues, varsity blues. <laughs> All
5: right, that is correct. It's varsity blues.
4: If you didn't know, it's a requirement to graduate high school in Texas to watch varsity blues. So
5: <laughs> I only got that because I'm a big James Vanderbeek fan because I love Dawson's Creek. I don't know anything about football.
4: <laughs> and like anybody who knows me, people know that I actually uh, worked with Allie Larder's dad for a long time. So,
5: Well.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Musical Moneymaker. In 1985, a gathering of celebrities, including Dan Aykroyd, Bette Midler, Tito Jackson, Bob Geldof, Steve Perry, and 39 others made $63 million by creating this memorable moment.
4: We, uh, we had no idea, what with a W, we put hands across the world. And we went with, we are the world.
5: Uh, that's it. It was, we are the world. That's it. As soon as you said it, I was like, I think and we And that was another
4: 20, right? The creating this memorable moment, the moment, uh, so I, I would have thought that it really wasn't, a, that's why I kind of threw me off of that. That was my initial thing until he said moment. And then I thought, well, a song isn't a moment, it's a, but anyway, that's fine. A
1: cultural moment.
4: A there cultural you go. moment. There you oh. go. And I thought it famously didn't make any money. That's why I also threw it off, but, uh.
0: Oh, no, it made it made on that first run when they aired it on MTV. Yeah, it brought in a lot of money. Okay. All right, next, dog food. This ancient breed of dog nearly went extinct when the Spanish came to Central and South America. Their inclusion in Frida Kahlo's paintings brought newfound attention to this breed. The breed was notably mentioned in the Pixar film Coco.
3: I'm going to let Jeff pronounce this one.
1: Uh, I mean, I'm not going to do it any better than you might. Um, it's not YOLO. We think it's maybe ZOLO or SHOLO. It's XOLO is, the, is the, I think, the short form of that one. So,
5: And uh, we had a similar debate over here at Pigskins. Neither of us want to pronounce it because we have no idea how. But I think X is traditionally an SH type sound. So we were also thinking like SHOLO or shaolo. Um, But we had the same answer.
0: It is sholo or sholo eats quintle.
4: Ooh, easy, easy for you happens,
0: to say. It <laughs> is. <laughs> it happens to be my dog. I, I have Aww, a sholo and they are incredibly great dogs. And the reason the reason the dog food, they were by the Aztecs, they were raised not only to be guides to the afterlife, they were also raised to be food and served under turkey. So <laughs> all right. Next question swing and a miss. In the January 1949 issue of Sport Magazine, Ogden Nash wrote a poem, Line Up for Yesterday, an ABC of Baseball Immortals. In it, he gives tribute to 24 players, 18 of whom are Hall of Famers. His description of this player was, people batted against him, but I never knew why.
3: Um, we, just, we just went on impulse here and went, why? And Yogi Berra, probably not a pitcher.
4: Yeah, Yogi Berra was famously a catcher, and he was a catcher in the 50s and 60s. He's,
3: yeah, but why would you bet against him? A True. Because yeah.
4: <laughs> well, he doesn't really throw the ball. Um, I think uh, it took me unbelievably too long to come up with this answer, but, I mean, the best pitcher of all time is Cy Young.
0: It is Cy Young, and it was fun to watch you struggle, though.
4: <laughs> I, I didn't catch the 1949 initially, and I'm going like, uh... Anyway, sorry.
0: All right. Last question. Next time. Named by Vasco da Gama, Rio dos Bons Sinais, this fourth largest river in Africa goes by this name. The river most notable feature is Victoria Falls.
3: Yep. Uh, Jeff came up with this one, and we said Zambezi, and I believe... You guys had a buzzer beater answer on this one as well. We
5: did. I was stuck on Zaire for a very long time, but I'm pretty sure it's the longest river in Africa. And then I remembered that Zambezi is a river in Africa. I have no idea where it ranks in terms of length, but we locked in with uh, the Zambezi River as well.
0: It happens to be the fourth largest river in Africa. It's the Zambezi River.
3: And that will conclude today's game. The uh, Bare Bones, Valiant Effort in the final round, racking up 190 points total. But taking the victory today are the Pigskins. With 225, including their five bonus points, you are the cream of the crop. The cream will rise to the top.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
5: Good job, Matt. Good job,
3: guys. Good job. A thank fight you. all the way to the end.
5: <laughs> thank you for saving me on all the sports questions. I Man. needed that.
2: <laughs> Could have gone either player. way in
3: the final, but uh, you guys uh, had, had the grit and determination to pull it out. All right. Once again, we'd like to thank our guests, Matt and Lauren. Any, uh, any final statements today, Matt?
4: Yeah. Um... It's nice to be on a full episode, you know, the only other two episodes that I've been on was the Friends special and the Game of Thrones special, which I neither one of them made it out of the first round, so uh, yeah, been a supporter for you guys for a long time, and if you're uh, if you're not a fan of Australian rules football, then you should become a fan of Australian rules football and join the Benchwarmers Footies Club, which Neil and I are pretty much the instigators of, so uh, yeah, so come watch some Australian rules football when they start up again in February and Lauren any parting words today
5: yeah can I do a couple of quick shout outs just to some friends who I'm going to con into listening to this episode yes, um, please. so shout outs to the man chat or formerly man chat now the man moot um, I hope I made some of you proud I got a few right today um, and then to my two D&D groups I want to shout out uh, Batty's band and the Underbuds. Um, that's two separate groups but I think two
3: D&D band. groups it's hard <laughs> enough to find one D&D group <laughs> I actually have a
5: third that I kind of want to throw Get out a plug out here. For, um, the trials of d D Discord server is a it's a private server, but I can invite anybody into it. It's a great place to learn how to play DD, learn how to DM, get into the whole DD world, find a game, find some like-minded pals. So any of you out there who might want to get into D&D, hit me up on the triviality discord and I can get you into a pretty cool uh, little server there. We have a lot of It's fun. the spe-
3: it's the speed dating of D&D.
5: Yeah, exactly. And we have a uh, pretty regular games every week. I actually missed a game to record today. So
3: Oh, sorry about that. But oh. thank you for joining <clears throat> us. Yeah, the great and, time. And uh Tony, excellent game today. Really great questions. Uh a little bit of back and forth, is, well not back and forth, but close scores. And that's how we like it here.
0: I, I was glad to see scores were, were not real low. I was worried that I had made it too hard. So I'm really thrilled. Um, I do want to say thank you to Louis Anthony Deroas, uh, Nolan Werner and Bettina Meshale. Mach- if I chopped up your names, I'm really sorry, but uh, they were all from the crop who uh, play tested this. In fact, Bettina's came in this morning and was very much a way to relax prior to the recording by just going through her her uh suggestions so
3: yes very familiar names to us especially in terms of playtesting so thank you to those folks for always being there to help our uh, hosts out and that'll do it for today's show for a missing neil and matt all of our guests jeff and myself that was triviality Yeah, we're that we're just trying to avoid saying K Packs.
1: Oh we're all have, lost. We got
5: that one, don't worry. <laughs>
3: call me by
1: your name. It's actually a super <laughs> man uh love movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thank you. I'm glad someone enjoyed that. You <laughs> call me by your name. Oh man. Kalel. Yeah, I like it.